0: Welcome in this week in Missouri Politics, midweek update, very busy week. Happy 4th of July to all of you, especially those of you that spent America's birthday running in a circle in Finland. Uh, what kind of weirdos? Man, that's strange. Uh, let's just dive in and talk some U.S. Senate race. let go down the ballot here. Actually, let's talk special session first. Uh, the governor said special session, kind of a John Dutton move, right? He said he was going to veto the Ag Bill. I'll be honest with you. I really think he vetoed the Ag Bill just beginning. I just thought, you know, governors say that he's not really going to do it. He did it and uh, just kind of threw it out there. And it, it, there you are. Um, he's got a, uh, a tax cut in with it. Um, you know, I think they had a pretty solid plan at first, right? That they knew what they were going to do. And I think you could tell from the press conference, that plan was real, was very open for ideas by the time. By the time the press conference happened, it certainly appeared that the governor was very willing to, uh, it was going to change quite a bit. They didn't have a time. That, I mean, the time's going to be veto session because also, if you've been to the Capitol recently, you can go up there and see that there's uh, there's no way to have session in the House chamber right now because it's all jackhammered up. So it's supposed to be done by veto anyway, so that's probably about as soon as they can have a special session. Uh, I assume you'll, they'll, they'll hold the bill a long time. Uh, I used to be, probably send her up. It's appropriation bill. They'll probably carry it. Um, I think you'll hold on to that bill for quite some time because you know, just give people a chance to shoot at it. Several problems with this, um, you know. the First off, is you have a speaker of the house that's kind of like paranoid and weird, and has it, has envisioned. It I mean, a lot of a lot of times people lower on the totem pole come up with rivalries with the top folks, and some like paranoid and stuff. So I mean, you have a speaker that's not guy. Now here's the thing: the the the, the cut of that is he's told people he's going to work for the Club for Growth, which is a generally a Rex Singfield funded operation here in the state. They, a lot of times, uh, uh, Mr. Singfield's, I mean, it, you could say it's dark money, but, it, but I don't think that's really fair. Um, they'll give money to this organization, but it's, it's tracked and it's, it's transparent, The contribution is. So you do have to look on one more website, web link, but it's, it's really to call it dark money, I think is unfair for the most part. Uh, They list the donor. The donor then, and it's it's generally in the past, this has been a um, a Rex Singville and GD Singville funded operation. I guess he's going to work for them. And they have pushed tax cuts in the past. Uh, The last tax cut, I think, would not have happened without their organization on the ground working. Um, A lot of ties to that. Aaron Willard was a very key figure in getting the the income tax passed Uh, on the advocacy side back in the day. He's now the governor's chief of staff. Um, so I guess the thought would be that one, he would do his, what his boss wants. And I think his boss would want him to show up and, and approve a tax cut. Uh, so that, that's, that could work out. I mean, maybe you just start live a little earlier, right? Um, then you've got a rule jobs act. It's something the Senator Hostin has wanted. There's several senators that want it. Um, the governor's not a fan of the program. Uh, neither was, um, I think representative Roan in the house. Uh, it, the reason that it didn't happen last year, in last year's session, <coughs> 2021 session, is they wanted you to take real jobs to pass it. And uh, the governor, Senator Roan, or Representative Roan did not want to do that. So it died. And I think Senator Burns at the time. It, in the, um, uh, in, uh, in a way, the way it's worked out is that, um, I, I think that I think it goes on this time, uh, but it won't be, um, well Senator G, awesome but, uh, oh look at this sign of knowledge orange county register this is the paper that now you can find caitlin showers writing it. if you're if you're like me you just misreading caitlin's style of writing orange county register gave me this mug and I, there was no other mug for the knowledge day uh, i would be 10 times as smart uh I, i'm pretty dumb um uh, but having caitlin around made me look a lot smarter if you can imagine uh, the end product still wasn't great, but uh, I can have this and think about her. I'm gonna put this somewhere in the office where I can look at it. Uh, I got I got a picture up here. I got a, I'll put it by her picture where I can think about her. I'm not sure Caitlin liked the other thing she was at. I don't know that that was. Uh, I think she would have ta- took Montal County, California, over whatever that first one was. But I think she's found a great home and she's she's the best. Um, but um, as far as the rule jobs act, there was a deal. There's a deal struck in the Senate. that said, okay, if you'll stand down, we'll give you two two years of mass but we'll pick this back up next year. When you had a different speaker, had a different uh, House handler, Representative Brown will be gone. Um, so uh, uh, it, uh, it, it, I think what, they thought they'd come back next year and try it again. The governor's still not going to like it. Um, but but I think Senator Hoskins, who, let's be honest, in the past, he's on the floor and said he was misled. Now, I don't remember all the details around it. Denny Hoskins isn't really the kind of guy who would say that if he didn't believe it, like he, he didn't think there was something to it. But this time, if he goes on the floor and, and Senate leadership supports this, right? And after they gave a deal, okay, only two years mass bill without a rule jobs. Okay, fine. Deal. They He stood aside. He got some credit, frankly, from people for standing aside um, on the bill. People thought he was a statesman and appreciated him. Well, now if you go back and you support it, I, I think you get into a dicey situation of if he claims he was misled this time, it's going to be hard to argue with him. Right, he's gonna have a very clear, some of the other stuff with the reserve clients and they were misled, got, got got a little in the weeds, right? It was harder to make the case, because it was like, well, you didn't tell me, and, it, 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 and I'm sure they felt it was very clear cut, but I, I think most would say it's a little bit hard to tell. This is very easy. We did a deal literally earlier this year, where I stood down and didn't get anything from my bill. Yours passed on the agreement, it was two years. Now you're coming back and supporting this. And the governor's also probably say, well, the call limits it. Well, you can see how senators go for that. They're not going to, that's not going to matter to a senator. I mean, that'll, that that could, Senator Schatz probably at this point would agree to rule limits out of order because they're out of the call. But, and that helps procedurally. But in the Senate, I don't think that matters. Plus, if you're going to merge with a tax cut, how do you get Democrats on board, right? I mean, you don't, no one has 18. So, can you pull a few people over on a tax cut with this and that, you know? If Senator Hoskins feels misled, what Senator Omner. Senator Honor doesn't have a lot of reasons to let something come to a vote that he don't really like. There's not nobody's gonna have leverage on Senator Omner. So if he doesn't really like it, I don't know why he goes along. So I mean, look, it's a tall order. It's a bit getting a six-year masmodum, a it, a six year masmed with rural jobs is easy, right? That that could that could have happened during session, that could happen in about a day. The tax cut's gonna be different. And if you don't have, a, if, you, if you do master without real jobs, I think you're gonna see some folks saying, well, the tax cut isn't big enough. No one's gonna say we don't, no Republican's gonna be against the tax cut. They're gonna file amendments that want it to be bigger. So, uh, static noise. I got, this is where I gotta ask Brady, is we have static noise when we're talking? Let me fix the mic up a little bit here. Um, appreciate, uh, appreciate my buddy Ben Brad, let me know. Um, anyhow, let's move on to the race. So Eric Riton spent his 4th of July in Finland. Where do you spend your 4th of July? Um, you could, I mean, think about this. The guy could go to Webster County for the oldest, 4th of July parade West of Mississippi. You could go to the lake and watch, you go to the Capitol. is a great job at fireworks. And the 4th of July Festival is a terrific thing in the Capitol. And let me just give you one reason why. How many meter are working at the 4th of July Festival at the Capitol? Zero. And it's a super big success. Coincidence? I don't think so. Just my opinion. It says Eric Grimes went to Finland and like ran a circle. Say those people are so weird. I mean, that, that's just a weird place. I, you People drink that Starbucks and you. I, I don't get it. That is just a weird going to Finland. And here's my thing, right? So let's say you're a liberal from the Central West End. And you're trying to convince really, really dumb, naive people that you're a right wing i mean you have to be very dumb right um to, to fall for it but people do i mean you have to be like slow 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 to fall for it. some folks have their own motivations but for the most part you have to be a complete idiot to believe eric grinds are right okay. so and now you've, you've said well no this woman made up the thing about a basement and the pajamas eric grass never really denied it but we're gonna assume she made it up then no we all because we, we all said the first lady was very noble wonderful it was her business then she says, no, he's a bad guy, he hit me, he hit the kids, he's trying to kidnap out We're not going to believe her now, we only believe him, no matter what he says, right? Let's say you're on, you're on the champ. I mean, who? And you've got these groups that are going along with this, and you've got them where you want them, and you're three weeks out, four weeks out from, when, from your election. And all you got to do is coast 28 few more days, right? And let, don't let people know that you're actually a liberal in you got to wear your fake boots and, and, and do your fake tough talk. And and instead, it's 4th of July, right? The most America of all holidays. You could have been in Jeffco. You could have been in Worth County. You you could have been anywhere. And you go to Finland? Finland? Good Lord, St. Louis people are weird. My God. I mean, look, I I got a lot of liberal friends. He's a liberal who's not my friend. But that's just weird, right? Who goes to Finland for the 4th of July? I mean, I guess maybe like... I don't know, Labor Day or Arbor Day or Valentine's Day, maybe? Is there polar bear Day or something like that? But that is a weird, that's just strange. Liberals, I mean, you're just different people. You're different turn people. I don't judge it. I'm just saying it's strange. Schmidt came out with a blowtorch I mean, look, I know the blowtorch ad was good. I got to tell you, uh, I believe Joe Biden's a good man who cares about this country. I believe Joe Biden truly cares about America. He wants it to be the best it can be. I believe Joe Biden's heart is in the right place. But I'll be damned, man. Fix the gas. And if you tell me it's not the president's job, I would tell you he should stop whatever he's doing and make it his damn job. Make it your damn job, Joe. Don't make life hard. Make it your damn job. Right? I mean, figure it out, bro. There's no reason that, you, that this should... That, that, I mean, I, I understand it's conflict, because it's more than just a one-to-one. <laughs> Uh, Finland, uh, well, you're right, Finland is colder than Midmo, but I mean, hell could be, uh, cooler than Midmo right now. It ain't, it ain't cold outside. Um, ask Kenny Mitchell's wedding party. Uh, but, but seriously, uh, I think Schmitt's vote has a good ad. I mean, it, it, there are people ticked. Now, you know, you look at the calendar, surely to God, Joe Biden does something about this by October, right? If he doesn't, then I'm afraid that there's going to be some good Missouri Democrats that add to the state they're going to lose. Um, but, but August isn't a big deal to him. That's not a big thing on his calendar. But by the time school starts back, you better be figuring the gas out. Uh, I, you know, I just got a, a guy posted on, on YouTube. It's all part of the Green Reset Man. I would have rolled my eyes and said, oh, what the hell? I saw this guy from the White House, who I assume has been fired. I can't imagine. If you, if you said something the stupid, you were from Mike Parson, he'd have rip after you, right? You'd be, on, you'd be going to the train station, not the bus station. Yellowstone fans will know what I'm talking about. For some reason, Mike Parcher just reminds me of John Dutton. Like, a lot of stuff he does is kind of... And now John Dutton's running for governor. Can you imagine being with John Dutton and Mike Parcher at a a Republican government, an RGA conference, having a Makers, Mark together, a Grand Marnier together? Those two dudes could tell you some damn stories. Uh, That'd be cool, actually. Uh, So anyhow, uh, uh, back back to what we're talking about, this Green New Deal, this guy gets up and says, well, this is a great chance to have... Go buy an electric car and the liberal world order. Brother, I am, you don't, people that know me know this, but I'm one of the least partisan people you're going to find. I'm just honest. I've always been a Republican. I own that. And you can take that information or not. I could be your typical reporter. like, Oh, no, I'm not a super liberal. And then every time they start writing columns, what are they? Dan Rather got a Twitter account. Oh, my God. He's so liberal. None of it's surprising. But, but I mean, damn. I mean, fix the gas, brother. Fix it. Where do you got to do to fix it? Uh, question about Senator Hartzer's campaign, you know, I gotta tell you. Uh, I, you know, there, it made a lot of sense that she would start with the lowest name ID. I mean, Greitens, everybody knows Greitens. Uh, man, he's a hero amongst, like, Per Sex, Rape Dungeons, all over the state. Schmidt's Attorney General, you know his name. Uh, Schmidt, uh, has a knack for getting publicity, let's be honest. Vicky Hartzler's congresswoman from one part of the district. She was always gonna have a slow ramp up, but I have to say, I, I think she probably thought she could go further along. Now, I saw the polls so when she's leading. Um, I tell you what I've been seeing. Uh, I've saw some state senate polls, and these are not your push button polls. These are, you know, a lot of polls get ran around the fourth because that's they still get buy advertising and set it up. I would venture this to you that um, right now uh, I saw some polling that are, is in a lot of the state senate districts. I think there's six competitive Republican primaries. I've saw polling in five of them. And usually and they'll throw in the U.S. Senate question. It kind of tells you about your voters, where you are. The undecideds are pretty staying the same. Since, so Greitens has been getting hit with uh, some pretty good media. Uh, some attack hits for about 10 days. The first attacks he's done. I, remember I told you about the Mexico-Missouri standoff? How it was a Mexican standoff with the Mexicans, Mexico-Missouri. They are all looking at each other. One who's going to shoot. Well, this outside group started shooting, and Greitens dropped between three to five points in rural districts and four to seven points in suburban districts. Um, I, I, any candidate look, it's just common sense. When they get hit, they're going to drop some, uh, everybody does. It grinds what is unique because his supports real tough. Like if you're still on that, if you're still down in that base with him, yeah, I mean, you got some issues, but, um, but, but in all reality, it, it, it was a tough, um, tough, um, environment. You, you know, his, his support very unique. But there's a lot of stuff to hit him on. So he started slipping back. uh, And a lot of that sport's going to Schmidt. So I would say if he lost five, four of that goes to Schmidt, maybe one to Schatz, one to McCloskey. Uh, I I, I think your Vicky Hartzler probably has another week or so. And then you're going to see people talk about this as really a race between the airs, right? Uh, I don't know where Cinder Schatz is in the race. I think he's uh, made an effort. Uh, You might see a different Dave Schatz coming out. this week when he hit on the trail or on the airwaves even. Uh, Billy Long's probably going p- to start spending money. I mean, Billy Long's funny. Look, if I, if I, was, good, if I was Eric Bragans, everybody thought he was afraid of uh, Vicky Hartzler. If I was Eric Bragans, if I was Eric Schmidt, I'd be afraid of Billy Long. Billy Long's funny. Billy, Billy Long is hilarious. Billy Long's the one had him on my show a while back. He gave you this Trump uh, $45 bill and he signed it. I mean, who would do that? He's the greatest. Billy Long's hilarious, man. I wouldn't want to be on the debate stage with him. Uh, the fourth congressional district. Um, uh, you should respect Eric Greitens He went against but That was so Eric Greitens. I gotta tell you, Hunter, that was the most Eric Greitens thing of all time. So he, there's a Saffer bill, right? It's controversial because everybody says they want to back the blue, right? Look, I, you make your. I, I don't know a lot about Saffer, but I got some respect for that Aaron Door. Aaron Door is a guy in the capital. He's either loved or hated, depending on what it, how you dealt with him. But he's relevant. And he came up and organized people. And you were getting local calls. And said, You don't know how rare that is. A local person making that phone call is very rare. He makes the phone calls and, and, and sends out these things and raises money. It's, it's, if, you, if you appreciate the art of politics, it's, um, it's a very, uh, it's a very uh, quality professional operation that he has. But back to the, back to the next thing. He, uh, so Aaron Doerr comes out and does a video and says, Eric Gritens, you phony, you son of a bitch. And that day, Eric Brighton's dick tucked right back in. I mean, it, he, he couldn't have looked more dainty if he was running a relay race in Finland on the 4th of July. Uh, that Aaron Doerr took no shit. And I, I tell you, some of those guys will act like, will be, will play tough guy and talk tough if they're hitting on a state senator or whatever. Oh, Aaron Dorr just build it up to the bar. I, 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 here you go, Aaron Doerr. I'm not the only one in Jeff City that does this that doesn't love you, but I, I, I respect balls. And that, that dude's carrying around a Respect to him, and Eric Gryden backed down. I mean, it was hilarious. I mean, it was funny. Uh, it is he sweet Eric Gryden doesn't have deeply held beliefs. Eric Grimes could be a liberal Democrat, a right-winger, whatever. He's very talented, very talented. But not have any deeply held beliefs. Let's talk about the fourth district real quick here. Okay, gonna be a debate in Warrensburg on Thursday. Myself. The legendary Irishman Mike Mahoney, the firebrand Austin Peterson. You will probably have three or four guns on him. Hell, you never know with Austin. I hope Austin grows out like the uh, the fireman mustache. I was at Wolbrights over the Fourth of July for his party, and the, the firefighters had the had the mustaches. They were so great. Um, I hope Austin breaks out. The, uh, grow, I want to be if I grow facial hair, it's like a like an Amish woman's leg hair. But uh, myself, Austin Peterson, it'll be on here in Channel Six, Missouri, in Kansas City. We're gonna let's just start with the candidates. Kalina Bruce. Look, I mean, I, this is a little bit of a geographical bias for me here, right? Because I, I don't get to her part of the district as much. Uh, she's gonna do the southern part of the district campaign. I don't know how much inroads she's made to other parts. She has Kate Hofflander, big freaking deal. You get Kay Hofflander, that's important. She's got the governor, that's a big deal, especially Sedalia area and maybe the Warrensburg a little bit. Um, she's got a lot of upside. You talk about the most upperly mobile, mobile candidate that can go from where she is to winning. She's probably got the most room to grow. Uh, very talented, like her husband, he's funny. Um, then Rick Bratton. Rick Bratton. I know a lot of members of Congress like Rick Bratton. Veteran. He has his ad up about the oath. Good stuff. Really good stuff. Good dude in Rick Bratton. A uh, solid guy. Has got some, he can raise more money because he's going to come back to the state senate for two years. So he's going to be, if your lobby's in Jeff City, you you, you you have a reason to give to him, even if you don't care about Congress. And he's utilized that to some extent and, and some success. So he's got some trial lawyers that will give him money. Rick Bratton's an interesting naked, but I know a lot of guys that remind me of Rick Bratton and Rick in uh, Taylor Burks ran the best campaign. He has ran the absolute best campaign, I think, of any of them. Hustler, I tell you, I mean, the way the district was drawn, cut out half of Boone County. That was tough. Can he overcome it? Yes. If he loses this race by three or four or five points, I think it's not just going to be that that, that that was cut out of Boone County, but some money probably didn't come to him because of the, because of the geography. Uh, so I, I tell you I, I, I think Taylor Burks run a hell of a campaign if you're thinking about someone who in the right year could hold that state senate district in Boone County I, I think Taylor Burks is showing you he is a very talented politician uh, Taylor Burks I, I have a feeling win or lose you've been the last of him and frankly he gets a bit of a mulligan because he's already all into a district that got where his home county got cut so it was a uh, interesting thing. Then Mark Alford. You see him on my show. Mark Alford's a good dude. Solid guy. Oh My God, Mark Alford is a is a very very solid candidate. He's got the money advantage. I I these congressional races. You give me the person with the most money, and I'll pick him blind, and I'll win most of these. Roe, Jeff Rowe is a wealthy man, and he's a wealthy man winning congressional primaries. He knows how to do it. Um, do I think uh, Do I think any of the four of them could win? Yes. Do I think that Bruce has a little further to climb? Yes. Do I think Burks? Uh, I don't know. He's ran a really good campaign in some of those counties in and around the Kansas City area. Uh, do I think Bratton could get some out-of-state out money, so these national groups come in and to pass. Absolutely, I do. I think he needs that. I think Burks needs to lock down a really good margins in counties that aren't from Columbia that he's had to work. But he's done the work. He's been at the lake. He's worked. Do I think Alford uh, probably is the favorite right now? Yeah, I think he is. Again, you let me pick blind, I'll take the person with the money. You have the field, and I'm going to be right most of the time. Now, Bratton has the pedigree and the voting record to change that money equation. If he changes the money equation, then I pick rep. But it's going to be outside money, it looks like at this point. Um, uh, Jeff Rowe is feared. Uh, yes, he is. I've, I've, I've always seen all these revoltants say end row. Half the time they're talking about Rowe versus Wade. Half the time they're talking about uh, Jeff Rowe can't be in a primary. <laughs> they want to end row. Uh, he, he's got the, he's got the fame that he deserves it. Uh, organized. Nobody up works Some people, some people get lucky. I'll tell you Jeff Rowe is up before you working and he's up after you when you're in bed working. He, uh, he, he's successful because of his work ethic is, it's just, I don't know. I, I don't, even, I don't know anybody like it. You can call him about it whenever you want. And he'll pick up the phone at, hours he aren't and be awake. Steve Roberts embarrassing himself. I disagree with that. I disagree with you on that one. Uh, I think Steve Roberts is doing a pretty damn good job of, uh, of running. I think, look, I mean, do I think he's the underdog? Of course, running against incumbent member of Congress, but look, she's only been there one term. Um, representative Bush, I think has a great ground game, but in the African-American community, I, I don't, I don't know how deep those roots go. Uh, most African-American voters aren't quite that radical as she is. Um, I, I think he's done a good job casting himself with President Biden. I think the person that that uh, Steve Roberts is is got kind of an uphill fight as as anybody would against an incumbent, as Cory Bush did against Lacey Clay. My buddy Howard Park, who uh, I appreciate, it. he don't agree with me very often, but he uh, I enjoy I uh, read what he writes. He said the Roberts' ads awful. I don't know. I bet you Joe Biden's approval rating in that district is really good, uh, Howard. I, I bet Joe Biden is uh, very highly approved of. I think Cory Bush has a lot of heat, a lot of passion. Uh, I think she's got enough to win still. But but Steve Roberts is. People underestimate Steve Roberts, and you shouldn't. He's a terrific state senator. Uh, and people underestimated that three-way race, and, and he he won that pillar post. He did a great job. I, I I tell you, I I I don't think he's wasting his time because I think there's a group of people that will never. I mean, you run against a member of Congress, you make enemies. I think her main allies were his enemies. I don't think Cory Bush is like. Just dying to want to get even. If she wins the race, she's not going to be one to get even. She was never going to help him anyway. He's going to have a primary when he runs for reelection. She was probably going to endorse the person running against him. It was what it was. I don't. I, I don't. I think if you look at it, I don't think he has lost anything to run. And I think Steve Roberts. I'm going to tell you, whatever he does, he does well. Talk to his colleagues. I mean, they. He he drew that. He drew the first district. And you don't get that without being respected and without doing a good job hustling and bringing in emergency clause votes from the house. Steve's, um, uh, I Bill Clay. Yeah, no, I, I'm not. I, I I think you're right. Uh, Howard said he, he worked for Bill Clay. It's over. Uh, I, I I think that, that there's folks that are, that Steve has an absolute chance to win, but we'll see. Down to seventh. I think the bottom line is every vote, every time Mike Moon gets five votes, I think four of them would have voted for Burleson. Um, Mike Moon is a very good politician. Very good politician. Uh, Mike Moon is well-liked. Some of the things that you may, watching this, know about Mike Moon and not like, nobody knows that when they meet him. Mike Moon is always well-dressed. Mike Moon is a gentleman from the beginning to end. He treats you, even even if he's killing your bill, you've worked all year on. He does it very courteously with a smile. He can talk about any issue like a gentleman. Mike Moon is a very kind man. And when you're campaigning, the things that you may not like about Mike Moon you may think he's extreme or cut up the chicken or whatever. Nobody knows that when they meet him. Mike Moon, uh, if you think about where his district is, I think Taney County was a real big thing for Mike Moon. I think Mike Moon is very good at, uh, I think he's been centered there. They love him down there. Mike Moon will do well. I think uh, Club for Gross is going to come in for Burleson with a big spin. Uh, the interesting thing, is they're going to go after Wasson, they're going to go after Moon. I actually think they're going to go after Moon because <laughs> The Watson votes are the Wasson votes, right? The Burleson, can, I don't know how many votes he can pick up. Uh, and I'm not, you know, this is, you know, again, Rose running Burleson. You've got Barclay, John Wasson. I don't know who's helping Mike, but I'm sure Mike doesn't need as much help as others because of his style. Uh, but, but if you really break it down, I mean, I think that Clever Griffin really may go after Mike, Mood, I guess. Because uh, that's where you can get votes for Burleson. I don't know that you can get Jay Watson votes to peel off. And can you imagine being in Joplin and not supporting Jay Wilson and having Ron Richard in the same town with you? Good Lord. You, that's, um, that's Aaron Doerr size balls if you're playing that card. Um, the auditor's the, the race, we'll, we'll kind of start wrapping up here. We'll talk about state center race. They will do one of these tomorrow, I'll talk state center. Um, the auditor's race, I think, comes down to this go to any bar in any part of the state and ask them if there's a state auditor. And they'll say, probably. Ask them if it's elected and who it is. They'll have no idea. And Nicole Galloway just spent $20 million to run herself. She's been a very good author. She's been there for eight years. Nobody knows that it's even a thing you could be. Nobody else elected. Nobody would have a reason to know really who Gregory Fitzpatrick are. Uh, Fitzpatrick starts out as the as the with the advantage. Started on filing day, Fitzpatrick's in the lead. I think it really helps Dave Gregory in a race where not that many people know who he are to be the top. He's in the top of the ballot. Uh, I think that's a big deal for David Gregory, uh, bigger deal than most because of the situation. Uh, that said, I, uh, I think that David Gregory probably has to outspin Fitzpatrick by 20% to make it neck and necktie. And David Gregory is a really good TV people. I think he probably, if he gets up to 30% more than Fitzpatrick, then he starts to have an advantage. But I do think Gregory probably needs to outspin Fitzpatrick. Uh, and, and it's, it's those, those statewide primaries uh, when nobody really knows the office or the people, is a crapshoot from the word go. Um, it's why those statewide appointments are so huge. It's why whoever t- whoever gets, uh, if Fitzpatrick wins, whoever gets that appointment from the governor is such a big deal because those statewide primaries are just such a crapshoot, and you never know. And I don't think we're going to know. I mean, you're going to you're gonna start to see, Fitzpatrick's on the air now, uh, so that's, that's I think he's first on TV. Uh, so that's, that's always, you know, you want to be first. You want to be able to stay up when you go up. Um, I think Gregory will have a big TV buy. And look, Gregory's got a great. Ma- I mean, if Gregory looks in the camera, because keep in mind the governor out not endorse David, or someone else, It says, Hey, people in walk- Jeff City have picked your lieutenant governor, your AG, your treasurer. Now the good old boys want to pick your auditor. I'm not going to let them. I'm your guy. I'm not their guy. That's a powerful message. And no one could really be mad when I mean, the governor came out against him. So, uh, I don't know. I, I think David's got a, a message that could sell at a time when people are pissed off. And people are pissed off. Let me just tell you. Um, Bill Clay, 90 percent book. Give me one second. If you can look up here, I have one book I give to people in their run. If you can see up in here. I, I think I gave one of these to Hardwick when he was a freshman. I know I gave one to Curtis Rager. This is the, my favorite book on politics. An old Bill Clay guy. It's uh, called Just Permanent Interest. I give this to people when they're gonna run, they come to my office. Uh, this is a book by Bill Clay. He says, there's no friends in politics, there's no enemies in politics. There's just permanent interest. And he's very correct about that. Uh, it's the best book I've ever read. tells you that labor unions to be very racist and they would exclude African-Americans. Now they're some of their best allies. Nothing changed. It's just they both have permanent interest and they align. So you don't have permanent enemies, you don't have permanent, just permanent interest. It's the best book I've ever read on politics. I have, jeez i have t- i have 12 of them here i give them out to people that run that i think will read them it is the best book i totally recommend it i'll try to put this in the bottom uh if you want to read a great book on politics come by my office i'll give you one of my copies or just get on if they're not expensive get on ebay get on wherever um it, it's a big deal uh he's uh this is uh bill clay was lazy place father the congressman from st louis forever front of the civil rights uh he's still writing in 90s uh, i believe it uh it's a Gentleman, terrific guy, but uh, I'm I'm a big uh, big fan of this book. I, I I encourage everyone to read it. You're a Republican. You're gonna be like, what? Well, well, don't don't get in the look at the look at the overall things he's saying because you know you've had in the Republican Party used to have business was their ally. Now they're trying to pass laws that force businesses to do things, or they get sued. So you never know in politics. It's it, the, the the landscape has moved. When I came up here to visit Mark Richardson when I was 21, 22. I was mayor Papa Bluff. Uh, if you told me there was a bill filed that said businesses can't test for something, can't make you take it take something to do to do this job, and you could them if they do, I would ask which Democrat filed that. Now it's the Republicans. Now whether you could you could think it's a good thing or a bad thing, I'm not really I think you could make arguments on both sides. The fact is the world's changing. Uh interest change. Interests don't change. Friends and enemies do. Let's do this game tomorrow. If you guys are if you guys want to hear what I'll do another one tomorrow, state center race. We're gonna along this time. Thank you very much. See you on the show. Gonna do the show from St. Charles County at the original Daniel Boone Hall, one of my favorite spots in the state. Going to be a full buffet of St. Charles Counties Sunday on this. See you then.